0: It's time to talk blues hockey with Darren Pang. Holy jump and wow. what a save.
1: Oh, my. Refreshed by Urban Chestnut Brewing Company
0: and their Urban Underdog Lager. Roast.
1: Welcome back. 101 ESPN to McKernan Action Jackson with you for an hour of radio excellence. And it is our pleasure to welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen, the great Darren Pang. Morning, Panger. Good morning to you, big guy. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm good. Are you Are you dealing with I, the airport situation today?
0: Listen, the, the FAA and their computers can't hold me back. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I called my I called my friend Jackson. That's right. And uh, he and and Jackson got me on a on a PJ. Yep. That's what the big wheels call it, the yeah. PJ. And then I don't mean a name drop, but I called Al Michaels and Joe Buck and and Aikman <laughs> and all the boys, and and they they said I could borrow theirs. So I'm, gonna, I'm off to L.A. Uh, to do a game tonight uh, on TNT. Um, and they, the P.J., you know what it's called? What's SW. it called? SW. S.W. Yeah. Wow. That's my baby. West. Just take
1: care of it, Pangry. Yeah. I trust you.
0: Yeah. And I got seat A04 now, Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the best seat on that the cat P.J. That's the
1: catbird seat. S.W.
0: Yeah. So you fly to
1: L.A., you do the game, and then you fly back for Blues and Flames? That's what I'm
0: gonna do, big guy. Wow, that's
1: commitment to excellence.
0: Well, you're either in it or you're not. You know, I mean, Uh, you're talking to
1: two guys who aren't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've noticed that in the in in the three months I've done this show. (laughs)
1: Uh, Ryder, if you could make a promo out of that,
0: (laughs) you know, I. I've, I mean, tomorrow you you could get a phone call and say nobody watches, so you might as well work it. Amen. I'll, yeah. I'll of the, sleep when I'm dead. Tip of the cap. <laughs> tip of
1: the cap. How about what's going on here? I mean, we talked last week, and the Blues had just won in Toronto. Great win. Fun game to watch both times when the Blues played yeah. the Leafs. But that was just one. And then you go to New Jersey, and you get that one. You're, you're there with Montreal, unfortunately, gets away in the third. And then you go to Minnesota, and now you're playing a team that you're chasing in the wild-card standings in Calgary. And, and this is all happening since O'Reilly and Tarasenko go out for an extended period of time. Krug's on the shelf. What do you make of it?
0: What do I make of it? Yeah. I, I, I would say that what I make of it is everybody pulling up their socks. I, I mean, you know, it comes on the heels of uh, – of a time where the GM, you know, again comes out and, and just makes sure that the players know that there's no excuses. Uh, and at that time, you know, I, I, I like this group because nobody was, nobody was like, ah, oh, man, nobody's talking about, ah, oh, this guy's hurt and that guy's hurt. They're, they're just kind of playing it as if it's a, it, it is the next man up mentality. And we can say that all day long, 24 hours a day. And sometimes you believe it. And sometimes you don't, but I, I just believe that this group said, you know what, wait a second, Vladdy plays 20 minutes, man, I might get an extra five. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly takes all the key face offs and he's in every situation. And we rely on him to death for the 200 foot game. Guess what? I'm going to get a little bit more. I mean, if you're an athlete, why wouldn't you cherish that moment and jump on it and, and drive? And that's, that's what this group is doing. And I'm totally impressed by that part of it. Now, how long can they do that? I, I don't know. I have no idea. There's no secret formula. But all I do know is, is you know, when, when leaders step down because of injury, other guys step up or else you're in a lot of trouble. Well, That's what right. I've seen is Braden Shen, Braden Shen could easily wear a C on this team. Even though he can't talk right now because laryngitis and all the issues he's having health-wise, he, he, he's just planted that C right on his, on his chest. And that has been impressive, you know? And Justin Falk is the same thing. Guy's playing, That guy's playing unbelievable hockey, and no one in the league's talking about him.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's, that's, uh, that's flying under the radar relative to how well he is yeah. performing right now. Speaking of Shen, it was one of my questions for you. Uh, he is certainly filling a leadership void, and you are seeing what it's doing both with his performance on the ice, and I would imagine uh, off the ice as well. Craig Berube talked about uh, last night uh, how he talked to the boys in between the second and third period after a rough second period, and you saw the response early on, but what is Shen doing from a leadership standpoint? Because as you said, he really could be wearing that C on his sweater.
0: I tell, you, I tell you what, I mean, I think it coincides with when Craig Berube put Jordan Cairo, who was struggling early on, struggling to find his game, struggling to co- find that consistency, um, trying to maybe do too much because he's got great hands and he's a dangler, but when he put Jordan Cairo on Braden Shen's line, and this was a while ago, this is probably two months ago, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think Braden Chen's actions and the way he spoke and the way he led turned Jordan Cairo around. So what did he do? I just think he looks at people right in the eye and says, let's go. Let's be better. And you don't have to do a whole lot. You don't have to yell and scream. But you have to look guys in the eye and you have to take especially young players aside and say, this isn't good enough. And I just believe that he has that in him. And, you know, I, I, I'm i a big fan of, of, of Braden and the way he is. And. Without a guy like Alexander Steen, you know, who's been now gone for a few years, it's certain guys. When I look at them and I see the way they act, I go, boy, you took a lot out of that guy. You took a lot. You got, you took a piece of that guy's heart and that guy's care and that guy's passion. And, uh, and that's, that's what I'm seeing with Braden Shen. I'm seeing a real leader there that, that isn't accepting mediocrity and isn't accepting the possibility of, of these, this group being torn apart at a deadline. And and going into a whatever you want to call it a reboot or rebuild or re whatever, I think he wants to prove that this this team is good enough to challenge, and uh, and he's leading by example.
1: And and despite the injuries, the team reaches its high water mark relative to starting off the season with the wins against Columbus, Edmonton, and and uh, Winnipeg to start the season. Yep. And, and now, here they are, despite the injuries. Craig Berube has been through this before, when he took over from Mike Yo in 2018. Certainly dealt with some adversity in between there, and now a, a unique set of circumstances this year. Uh, and obviously, he was in the crosshairs early in the season. I don't know how serious it got, but from understandably, fans go, OK, there's a huge losing streak. There must be a coaching yep. issue. What about the job that's going on with the Blues coach? And, and his staff
0: you know I, I, I do think it's taken a little bit of time for even this staff to gel I mean you know we Sean Farrell had been the longtime video coach um, because of an impasse or because of whatever decisions were made we haven't talked an awful lot about it. that's a video coach that's been in that room for a long time he was replaced by by two guys and so that's new those are new Individuals Daryl Stewart and Elliot Mondew. Um and then then you lose Jim Montgomery, um, who is really coming into his own last year, especially on the penalty kill. Um, and he goes to Boston, and in comes Craig McTavish. I mean, a guy that everybody respects, but hasn't been on the bench for a little bit of time. Now he's finding his groove right now, and he's finding the speed of the game, and he's catching up to it. So, I, I mean, I do believe there's been some transition and some, you know, some some of those moments that uh, that probably haven't been real smooth, and then. Now what I've seen is, is a coaching staff that's gone from frust- probably frustration. Okay, what's, what's this team doing? We've set up the game plan. They're not doing it. How come these guys, you know, aren't playing up to capabilities? To the next phase, I found from being at bench level is, is, is Craig Garubi absolutely coaching. Now he's, now he's seen a group of guys, this was a while ago, that, man, maybe they're losing confidence. i got to pump them back up again. And that's what I saw in 2018-19. Uh, after Mike Gill was replaced, he looked around and he said this many times. If you go back to the quotes, he said, we've got to re the confidence with this group. We've got to make them believe in themselves and believe that they're a good team. And I remember in 1819, we would talk about another team coming in and another team. We'd talk about, let's say, it's I don't know, Minnesota, Nashville or Colorado or whatever teams at that particular time. And Craig Brewer would stop us in the tracks and say, we're a good team. And he just kept saying it. We're a good team. It's almost like Vijay's thing when he was a terrible putter. You remember that? Tim? Oh yes, he's I the do. the putter in the yeah. world. And he walked around and said, "I'm the greatest putter in the world." <laughs> and he talked himself into being the greatest putter in the world. But but that's what Craig has done lately. I think he's you know he's he's coaching this team up. He's he's you know he's on the bench. It's it's, it's not just uh, man like, get your head out of your rear end. It's okay, boys. Let's go. We got to. And now when you build up the confidence, now you can challenge him again. I mean, that's what coaching's all about. You know, you, you, you bring them up when they're down. You knock them down when they're a little too high and mighty. And, and that's, I think he's doing a fantastic job with Steve Ott and Van Ryan and, and McTavish as well. So all those things are coming together, and they're still cleaning up their game, though, Tim. I mean, you know, you're still giving up a ton of really good quality chances, but mm-hmm. Ws are Ws. You know what? Maybe this is 1987 again, and Grant peers in the net, and it doesn't matter what the goals against is, It's a matter of whether you get wins or, or, or losses. It's about wins right now, and they're getting wins.
1: And they're getting them, and they're getting them against some good opposition. Everybody they have beaten since last Tuesday would be in the playoffs as of right now, and the Blues are doing it shorthanded. Very impressive. Darren Pang in Los Angeles tonight, making his way there, back in St. Louis for the Blues and Flames tomorrow night. Pang, always enjoy the conversation. Safe travels today on the PJ named SW
0: thank you very much Tim and Jackson you guys have a great day I'll see you tomorrow You Thanks, too. take
1: it easy that's Darren Pang with us here on 101 ESPN the people demand it and Jackson delivers uh, it's the little piddles wild Wednesday worksheet that's right homeworks due, fellas <laughs> God. boy when did you decide you were gonna say that because it wasn't just in that moment that it truly was off the cuff and that just shows my talent Nice. Oh, you really are starting to learn some of my tricks. Uh, the Little Piddles Wild Wednesday Worksheet is coming up next. It is Balloon Party, driven by Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, the title sponsor of this show. Jackson, we can't, we can't believe anybody. We can't. We were just like, oh, we could do an hour straight because nobody would ever advertise on this show, and now we have a title sponsor. Look, you're all grown up, and you're all growns up, and you're all grown up. Fine. You want me to ask, where do the high school girls hang out? I would never eat here. I would never eat here. What film was that from? Swingers. 1996. Yes. Cardinals leading the Braves 3-1, and then Donovan Osborne sweat a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You weren't born yet. Yeah, to be fair. Uh, I was in college and driving back and forth from Columbia. Hey, Panger's on hold and probably wants to do his thing, so i got to stop talking about 1996. Uh, Little Piddles Wednesday Worksheet coming up next. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN.